Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I actually want to talk to you guys about something. How does it feel to be out here in the middle of a pandemic every day? When you walk into wherever you work at. And, you know, before all this happened, you know, most of the time it was like, you got to make sure you have that phone. You know, uh, this this is not for me. I'm just speaking in general because some of this stuff doesn't apply to me. But your nails done, hair appointment. Back then for me, I was getting my hair a lot. I had locks your hair retwisted if you have locks just the locks or whatever you got going on right it, it, it was like the, the dates the meetups the birthday parties everything that we were planning you know that was the stuff that was happening the different meetings you had to take care of the promotion the jobs you were going for the exercising snacks <laughs> alcohol, whatever, food, everything that you plan every day, right? And then all of a sudden, coronavirus happened. Hmm. It happened quickly. When I think about it sometimes, it happened really fast. I could just remember going on vacation. And I remember I could not wait to go on vacation. I knew I was going to be gone for over a week. And I had planned it out and planned it out and planned it out. And I remember they kept putting it off as far as me going on vacation. They kept, you know... So I'm finally on. I'm enjoying myself. I'm going out shopping with my family, whatever. And then we start buying up, you know, because as a Southern family, we always buy up extra tissue and stuff like that. And that day, and I just had it in my mind, let's just go to the store, me and my mom. I remember we went to the store and got that tissue. And then the next day, like literally the next day, there was no tissue on the shelf. We was like, it was really like out of this world to me. Like, wait, what? Like, there's no tissue? It got to be like super, super scary and like end of the world kind of looking situation. You know what I'm saying? Then you started hearing all the different things and my job was calling me. I'm not going to lie. I was like not trying to answer. In fact, I would ignore those calls. Because... I was watching the world. I was at home. I was watching the world and how everything was changing. And I just was in the house. And then I remember I started going to get stuff from the store. And people was moving funny. And I was like, what is going on? I started watching the news. Started reading about different diseases. You know, I just started reading a lot. This before they really knew anything. And then I started going to work wearing this band. Well, it wasn't a bandana. It was like a with those neck scarves on my face I started wearing gloves and people was like why are you doing that you know it was just barely getting started 
don't know how many weeks in, I was just like, man, I just, I don't know what's going on, but I don't want to get exposed, blah, blah. Started wearing it. People thought I was crazy. This is the first month. I always had a covering on, on my face. And gloves on. Even though I don't really know, I didn't know anything. We really still honestly don't. But going to work was really hard especially in retail, especially back then because I can remember I would walk in and people would bump it to you or whatever and you, and you could, and they could tell you're trying to, you know, stay back and then they would get frustrated, you know, you're being rude. It's like, ma'am, can you please step back? No, what are you talking about? This is customer service. It's like, ma'am, can you please just, I, where's the manager? I am the manager. Where's the other, you know, it, it, it went, it went, it got to a point where it's like, sorry y'all, I live in Texas, there are, y'all get to hear, there are bugs, hornets, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm so sick and tired of all the doggone freaking Texas bugs, okay, I'm sorry about that y'all, y'all got to hear that real life situation real life real life anyway like I was saying they would get very upset with you if you tried to tell them I don't feel comfortable can you if you didn't really say that I would just literally take a soft two steps back because they literally would try to come up to me I would see older people out of habit try to put their hands oh baby it's okay and even before this happened I never liked that but I really was just like doing the matrix like whoop you know and then people would make little comments to me and say I'm gonna talk to the manager about her she was rude people put rude they just say you're rude and then up under the heading what they think is rude it doesn't even mean that a lot of the times so people will complain and say I'll be rude and they're talking what's going on Um, there is a disease going around Um, I'm not sure you know we don't know a whole lot about it and I have family at home you know, they have online conditions. I do not want to bring it home, so I'm going to wear this. And I was waiting for, and then I remember um, some of the <laughs> managers would say, well, you know that, you know, you're wearing a mask. It's probably making it worse. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, thanks for information. Still wear my mask. I'll, I'll call people, come tell me stuff. And, uh, this, this is not even true. This is a, a, a controversy. Y'all doing all this stuff. It's the government. T- I'm like, what? I'm just working. Can you please stand in line here? Can you please? It, it got to the point where I felt like I was battling with customers to simply six feet between each other. Excuse me. Can you give them six feet? Because it got to the point where they started saying six feet. Uh, um, you can't make them wear masks. I remember that went on for like forever. And like a lot of customers, customers would come to me and say, "Hey, you know, can we? Um, you know, I feel I don't feel comfortable. They're not wearing a mask, and like you know, whatever, whatever." I always want to say, look, if you don't feel comfortable going to stores and you know people are not wearing masks, either wear yours and then you're taking the risk or whatever, or stay home and just order online like a lot of people were starting to do, including myself. And the logic, I, I just don't get it so smart to be a building and make 
you know, computers and, and invent things or whatever. It's like what over the generation, it's like the brain power just kind of went away. I just don't get it. The simple comprehension skills I feel like was lost during this time on everyone's part. I never understood when the word pandemic even got started, people still would want to come in your face. I'm like, yo, are you not watching? And at that time, coronavirus was literally, literally, you could put your Snapchat on and suck and say, wash your hands or whatever, you know? So, I mean, it was everywhere. See, it was really frustrating going to work and people tell me, you know, oh, I, you know, you're at work. I'm sorry. You know, people was getting a little the stimulus package and people were so happy and was shopping, shopping, shopping and buying TVs. And I was so excited. I was just scared. I was just literally scared. I would get the shivers if anybody came by me. If someone sneezed or coughed or looked sweaty or whatever, I just, you know. I would sit at the desk and use bleach, clean the office I sat at, wipe off the keyboard. and I remember. Wiping off everything that was touched in the office constantly. Constantly wearing, who was I around today? If a certain person wasn't at work, because sometimes people wouldn't show up to work anymore, and you would just assume they were like, I'm not feeling what I'm not coming to work because I, I can't deal with that. And some of that was that. But I know that that wasn't always the case. The fact that companies weren't really divulging information saying, okay, Susie and Joe, and I know because they're HIPAA, they really can't, but you were around Susie and Joe for like a week and they have tested positive and they will be back at work for 14 days or whatever it is. Like essential workers literally got like, you know, the bad end of a lot. There has not been anything extra. It was like, you know what? The essential workers should get, you know, no, nothing. No, we're going to give it to everybody. I think the essential workers need something separate. You work for like any grocery store, any type of grocery store in, these, in the past, and I know one day in these past few months, you deserve something, period. I'm not just saying one grocery store, I mean all grocery stores, delivery, whatever, anything to, to help people eat and all this kind of stuff. I remember I used to wonder, what is that, that feeling, and when I look in the mirror, how I'm going to feel in a few months, because when I first used to look in the mirror, all I would see is a lot of tears, because I was scared, and praying, and playing gospel music, and, and just, you know, calling my mom, like, man, I'm so scared, I don't want to go to work. To the point where I look in the mirror now and I feel like I just came out like I'm in the middle of war and I'm a soldier out there fighting. And when I get in the car and remove my mask, 
there are marks on my face because I wear the mask the entire time. I do not take off the mask unless I'm in my car alone and no one rides in my car. So, and I usually tighten the mask with the ones I bought, the ones that we get have like a little thing you can tighten it up to make sure that it's just like sealed good. Even though sometimes I'm struggling with the breathing, I sweat very easily, so I'm like, I'm sweating and working and whatever I'm doing. And then I live, it's, it's hot out here. So I'm walking back and forth to the car for breaks because I don't go to the break room. Like, I don't do that. I might go under the heels and wash my hands, but I do not sit in the break room because this is the thing. You see all these commercials. Hold on. Let me, let me say this real quick. When I take off my mask, you see the marks and the scars of my day is what I wanted to say. And those scars are different from when I first started. Like you are out there. Stalking, you're stalking freight a lot more because maybe freight is, just imagine freight being behind this whole entire time because of the virus. Now all of a sudden people are delivering stuff. Can you imagine what freight's coming through? How much work you had to do to fill the shelves that has been empty for a long time? And a lot of people get to stay home, either have a paycheck with the social media, which I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, honestly, my brand, I'm trying to get it off the ground. I'm not trying to get into all that, but I am talking about myself, so. But some people can just have the luxury to stay at home and not have to even deal with any of it. Just get their packages at the door and food and whatever and call it a day. And then have nerve to get an attitude with somebody on the phone who has been working all day and missed a pack of oranges. Not on purpose. And a cup of service is very important. I understand that. But, but and I know everybody's attitudes are super high and emotions are high but some people should think outside that to say you know what maybe I should check myself because I don't know what Joe been through all day he be probably wearing that green apron for 14 hours he been doing this that that and third I've been sitting here watching tv and, and binging on the real housewives and blah 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 I'm just I'm just saying let's start thinking about someone else outside part of the problem with this virus is nobody is because people are visiting people, visiting people, and then when something happens, like, oh my God, you know. But you know about the situation. These parties, I keep hearing about these birthday, these uh, college parties, these uh, 20-something having these parties. Like, yo, are you so, I mean, I get being young because I was young too, but it is that, matter of fact, so important that you do all this extra stuff that you are going to risk yourself getting this disease, I don't understand that. That you're going to risk getting the disease. That you could pass on to somebody else. That's selfish. That's selfish. Even now, when I'm off of work, I am so happy to be off of work because I'm, it's not that I'm lazy because I've worked work and worked since I was like, 14 or 15 but having to worry about being exposed every day it gets to you sleep a lot of sleepless nights for me 
looking at my kids, checking on them constantly, if they breathe or do anything, because I know they've been in the house and I have not. I just want like a do-over button. You know, I just want 2021 to be like so different. Like this disease is eradicated. It's maybe a cure, whatever. And then even if that is done, and this does happen next year, does God help us? I know it ain't going away. I know some kind of way it's to be here, just like the flu is. I just hope that everybody gets that lesson of everything that we learned this year in 2020 about how important it is to support each other, family, spending time with each other, being with each other. Because you never know. Time is so precious. You never know. We've lost a lot of people this year. And what things are important right now. So I don't know what scars I'm gonna have another after the winter, because <laughs> after winter we're gonna revisit this. Because after, because winter time is gonna be another war, to me another war, a scary one. So we will revisit this after the winter is over. 